0: Hello and welcome to the Cornish Beatty. I'm Nick and I'm joined by my co-hosts Rob and Kieran. And what was originally supposed to be just one episode about the AFD and the rise of the new right in Germany ended up becoming three hours of recorded material that um, we had a really hard time bringing into one episode, so we thought that we would cut this up into two parts to simply make it more listenable. So without further ado, here's part one of a two-part segment on Germany, the AFD, and new right-wing politics in Europe. We hope that you enjoy. It has happened. We finally got the boy, the only person that I have said that I will vote for, mm. threw his hat in, and that that was really cool. I'm very happy about that. Yeah, I'm happy too. Um, man, I just hope he wins. <laughs> I'd be really, <laughs> I'd be really sad with any other. Well, what's 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 her name? Who announced last week that I kind of also find really funny, but when it comes to like actual issues, she's pretty good about them, even though she doesn't have a chance. Is it Warren? No, fucking Elizabeth Warren. She's like, she's.
1: The thing about Elizabeth Amy Warren Coulthard? is that then she
0: like the 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 big the dumbest thing is that she tried to like she tried to school Trump on race science.
1: Yeah, know? with the Native American yeah, thing. you that can't was, do that. That was fucking hilarious. To,
0: yeah, it's like oh, the racism is uh, uh is what they're all about. I'm gonna prove that I'm I'm a minority.
1: Ancestry.co.uk is now a big part of American politics. So that's just the way it is. <laughs> is
0: now. A, it's it's Ancestry.com. It's run by Mormons, <laughs> I thought. <laughs> <laughs> that whole like They have internet. a UK vertical.
1: <laughs> well, yeah, because
0: there's Mormons everywhere. This obviously. is wrecking internationalism.
2: The one thing to remember if if you don't know anything about US politics, the thing a few points to remember about Elizabeth Warren is that she proudly and repeatedly and constantly calls herself a capitalist. Yeah. She meets yeah. with she like was soliciting Jamie Diamond, like to like talk and like talk about like her campaign. So like not not a good look and just yeah. not very like, what, what, what can you expect out of that? Well, know. and the thing
0: that I'm so afraid about Warren or any one of, of of the people who've thrown their hat in so far is they'll be pro all the stuff that Bernie was pro for, and then when they get elected, they're like, yeah, JK, we're not about that. We're going to do, you know, Obama 2.0 because that yeah.
1: worked. I, like, to push back a little bit on it, and I, I, I feel like I'm somewhat ignorant to this, is that Elizabeth Warren at least has, like by being in the senate at the same time as bernie has a little bit of like a voting history that's like votes for bernie's things yeah sometimes yeah yeah. unlike kamala harris which is totally just like optics yeah 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 yeah
2: Yeah, well part of voting for bernie's things i mean so much of it is optics it's literally optics because the fucking 538 has this metric like how often like the percentage (laughs) you vote against trump like, right. and they have these bills that's yeah. my like, favorite thing because I like, looked
0: at like jo- when like when everyone was standing over John McCain and he had like what 98% of the time yeah. he voted yeah. for Trump. but yeah. like I think
2: the top one is like Kirsten Gillibrand or someone because I'm I, <laughs> wait 100%, what 100%, 100% she's trying to game the system to be like I'm the number one like I have the lowest percentage voting with Donald Trump because like you, there's a bunch of like mind or like bills that don't matter at all that you can technically that somehow get put into the, the system 1488 one way or the bill other. and yeah yeah bernie was a big fan of that co-sponsor <laughs> the, the other thing is that um like cory booker and kamala harris co-sponsored the medicare for all bill because the medicare for all bill is literally just like i mean it's more to it than that but at least the discourse around it is we want medicare for everybody and it's abundantly clear cory booker isn't even talking about any policy he's just going around did you see the other day he was like in an arcade he's like who wants to play me at Donkey Kong? Like, take me on. <laughs> that's clearly a reference to that stream. Yeah, uh, yeah. I grew yeah. Up two weeks ago. And he's like, the kids love Donkey Kong. I have to talk about Donkey Kong all the time. That's, that's, that's yes. Really the point. So, so is Cory Booker
0: going to become, a, a, uh, what's it called? Uh, a Twitch streamer um, <laughs> Probably. For, his, for his 2020 campaign? Come Manuel
1: Macron is a Twitch streamer now, which Bad-ass. I love. <laughs> I can't wait. I cannot wait to see him just get
0: murked on by like eight year olds on Fortnite. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Uh, Can we get some Vichy Francis going in the comments?
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Good luck, Bernie. Yeah, we wish you all the best. We're we're rooting for you. Yeah,
0: I just say that um, I'm I'm endorsing him. This is an official endorsement from Nick that anyone fucking cares about.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Joe, I'm going to go out there and say I'm backing Trump.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Fuck it. (laughs) You're like you're gonna do the fucking like uh, G Jack thing where it's like, oh, you know, like if I was American, I just want to see everything just burned to the ground and
1: all yeah. for yeah. I'm going to be accelerationist in the way anyone's accelerationist who hasn't read any books about accelerationism. <laughs> and I even think
2: like, okay, I think you should support Bernie because for a variety of reasons. But there's also an accelerationist case because he's like actively fracturing the Democratic Party, forcing neoliberals to actually like confront their policy positions, and that like. I mean, when you listen to podcasts like I don't know the Pod Save guys where they talk about like mm. you know if you don't like Medicare for all, it doesn't mean you're not a good liberal. it doesn't mean like you it doesn't can be that you liberal. suck as a person like yeah yeah. like they think like, doesn't we're mean you the can't sleep at night. possible and that act that needs to be actively like pointed out and destroyed that that mindset in the u s so that we actually know the stakes of the game and Bernie's campaign does do that, and yeah. it does accelerate those contradictions like exactly what so it's Bernie to is do. an acceleration <laughs> Bernie's if you're an accelerationist, vote for Bernie. <laughs> Does anyone even label themselves an accelerationist anymore? I don't
1: think A that's bunch a- of people who did Coke in the middle of England in like the early two thousands, who most of which are dead now. And one of them was Mark Fisher, and he's great. He's he also, also he's, he's dead, dead now. He's dead, yeah.
0: So on the topic of Bernie transitioning over to then the antithesis of what Bernie's movement stands for, but in Europe Woo. Uh, right wing politics. <laughs> have you seen them? Have you heard about them? <laughs> they're, they're a thing, apparently. Folks, have you heard about this? <laughs> have you seen this? You heard about this?
1: <laughs> so, that's right.
2: We're here to talk about the AfD, Alternative for Deutschland. You may read it as the alternative for Germany. Um, the only true alternative? You, you've probably heard about them. You've probably heard about Germany. You've probably seen people saying the Nazis are back. We're here to Bo- break it all down.
1: What if there was a third way? <laughs> <laughs>
2: Break through the, the lies
0: of the, of the mainstream media, and we're here to give you the truth. Yeah, the off day is really cool, and yeah. you should put all your support behind them. Falca Patriot's a thought, yeah. and she's a pog. Yeah. <laughs> uh,
1: <laughs> I just remembered what pog means rather than the 90s pogs. P O G. All right. We got to set the stage
2: a little bit. We got to take you way, way back mm-hmm. to 2013.
0: No, uh, so I guess to like put it in perspective too, of like old, like we have to to dissect to how the IFD coming onto the scene as as an, as kind of an unknown party mm. that then does come to the right wing. We also probably have to put perspective of the old right wing in Germany, like the old far far right. So like the NPD and all these movements that you know were there. They never dis like they always kind of had a very stable one percent that they would get in just, you know, elections. Right. They eventually got um I forget what year it was, but they did eventually send someone into the European Parliament who, you know, did nothing, was just probably laughed at by all like, you know, liberals and whatnot. But they were like right wing politics in Germany, like, yeah, okay, you can see that that the, the CDU, so the, the the Christian Democrats, Angela Merkel's party, um are right wing, but you know, never in the sense of like a full blown Nazi movement was had any traction in Germany, and you know Germans can probably vouch hmm. for that that they were they were small. They would have you know rallies and demonstrations of stereotypical looking Nazis in you know bomber jackets. They normally would get like shit thrown at them and whatnot. Yeah. No one liked them, and the I.F.D. When in you know obviously coming from from. I don't want to say that they didn't really have a platform but they really especially when 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 the refugee crisis starts starts i don't want to use the word refugee crisis when germany starts taking in uh refugees then they start you know really finding their single issue that they bring themselves around and then start taking members from um other groups that we're going to talk about later who then fall into this fringe of then what Worthy NPD and stuff like that, mm. or then maybe you know, you know, actual Nazis. But we have to, I guess, first clarify that they aren't a typical German right-wing party of you know, uh, 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 blood and soil. So, I mean, outright so. Like we can, you know, they 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 bend their message obviously, yeah. but they are a new movement. Yeah, they they are super new, and compared to like a lot of
1: other. Like, most of the other European far-right parties that everyone got super concerned about around this time, or are concerned with now, I should say, they all kind of, like, step... Like, they have a long history. Like, a much longer history. Like, the Austrian... Uh, what is it? Is it uvp or Yeah. Yeah. The
0: Austrian Volkspartei, or whatever the hell Something it's called. Something like that, yeah. yeah.
1: Uh, no, the Freedom Party Austria, FPU. Oh, uh, the, okay. The, the, the far-right one. Um, they they were started immediately after the end of World War II by, like, a Nazi. Uh, like, former SS officer. And then, like, the Le Pen Front National has existed since there's been, like, Le Pens and they needed to, like... And they're,
0: like, very actively, like, pro-Vichy government. Yes, exactly. And all that stuff. But Germany hasn't had, like, Germany has not had a... a, I mean, obviously, it was illegal to have a party that then... I mean, even before... Actually, during this whole discussion with the IFD came the discussion of the NPD um, being banned, um, which didn't happen and for better or worse reasons it was just because they weren't big enough
1: yeah fair enough
0: yeah I think as as the
2: other two are saying the Avde really comes onto the scene for the first time in 2013 which was um, the last Bundestag thats just the Parliament of Germany elections before the most recent one was in 2017 and the one before that was in 2013 so Avde comes on, onto the scene as Wahl Alternativa 2013 and the thing to know this is true across a lot of different European countries is that there are always new smaller parties. They usually have something that some little edge you know uh, in 2013 the other groups that the off day was kind of commingling with were the Fivela, which just means the free voters mm-hmm. and they're kind of having amorphous ideology, and the pirate party yeah who everyone in Germany and to also put it in
0: perspective minute. to German, European politics in a whole just has stupid parties. And I can understand when when they came on in twenty thirteen that no one took them seriously because they did look like another one of these nothing parties, you know um to at least be fair with the other parties they at least have an issue that they're behind and they can at least have pushed yeah, yeah. a thing with and the i f d was at this point kind of blank, had a bunch of people who were just dissatisfied with the s p d and the c d u and start funneling into this this thing so
1: yeah, around this time was when in Germany. So what kicked off the Pirate Party movement was when uh, the the Swedish government under, like, American orders basically invaded the Pirate Pirate Bay website servers. And then this whole discussion Europe-wide happened of, like, privacy, and the fuck is copyright, and copyright's a bit stupid, but, like, the Czech Pirate Party is getting ready to govern. Like, they are con- consistently going up in the polls. They're, like, the third largest party at the moment. Oh, yeah, they still exist throughout Europe.
0: Yeah. I mean, the the German one is more or less kind of... Def- I mean, you still see the posters whenever, like, smaller elections come about, but... There yeah.
1: is... It's really funny because there is, like, one um, pirate party MEP, like, member of the European party, Parliament, that's, like, really popular. And she always confuses, like, the pollsters because they're like, wait, I thought the, like, German pirate party was fucking dead. But she just constantly gets back
0: into the parliament because... She actually is really good. I just imagine the pirate party being full of people who just dress up in, um, like like the Matrix. Yeah, no, that is exactly what the Czech leader looks like. he, that looks, is
1: he looks like the ghost. Bad <laughs> ass. He looks like the Damn. ghost bad guys from the second. That's Matrix. fucking bad ass. I from. The stereotype of what you imagine a Pirate Party member to be, which is a white guy. Do they friends. also like go underneath bridges <laughs> and
0: start doing the uh, what's it called? The the, the goth uh, tech techno goth dancing and stuff like that. One can They're only hope. <laughs> I hope that that's like I really should go to a to a uh, what what's what's Tag in English? The party conference. Yeah, I want to go to a, a Pirate Party conference. I just imagine it'd be like 800 people in a room <laughs> doing conventions. But, sorry. Yes, thank you. I imagine,
1: we... that's the, the first policy point of like, the Czech Pirate, pirate parties. Like, those are, this dancing underneath bridges is illegal in the Czech
0: Republic, but no. as soon, soon as we get into power... Do they also, like, I also imagine just, like, the entire time, they're being... Do you remember that ad that told you not to pirate things? Yeah, yeah yeah like you, he you wouldn't, wouldn't steal like you wouldn't steal but the music in the background it was like duh, 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 yeah du, duh, du, duh, 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 <laughs> I imagine that also going on the entire time through their their entire party party yeah,
1: conference. at least in Germany D- you I feel wouldn't like. steal the Czech election <laughs>
0: <that-> <mari> <twolution> I don't know and i i am
2: I'm, I'm no expert on the pirate party in Germany, but what it seemed like to me we was should that be <laughs> we, we need one what it seemed to me was that they have like these general ideas, like, they're a lo- they're almost like that Lawrence Lessig guy in the U.S. Mm. Like, they want... They, they support, like, you know, you should be able to vote online so that everyone can vote. Yeah. And these kind of things, which... And other things, like, I think they support a universal basic income and things like that. But kind of their whole mindset is about, like, hacking democracy. You know? They're not really... I mean... I, I so would, they're all based in Russia? What? <laughs> <laughs> I want to get into this later, but... At least in the, I can't speak to the rest of Europe, but at least in Germany, usually these small parties like the Pirates, like the Off Day at the beginning, weren't able to like break into the German system because they weren't any different. They're one small issue. And yeah, they're just their single or issue cultural thing. Yeah. Like yeah. All the yeah people who wear dreads and watch The Matrix. The, the single the I- the, the
1: sing- <laughs> all the, the coolest s- people in Germany. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone who fucks. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the single issue of the Pirate Party was like privacy online like that was it. And they are good yeah. about that issue. Like yes, to be yeah,
0: fair, sure. they're the only party who's actually pushed a legitimate one a legitimate platform of, of digital, digitalization in this country. Although Christian Lindner thinks that he's being, you know, the stand for digitalization. Speaking he got your people who fuck. Yeah. <laughs> dude, he does. Like there's no like like I'm not I'm not going to say that he isn't. But when the F, when when the when the the FDP, another dumb shit party in Germany, uh did that I I couldn't believe it. Simply of the fact of that, I just imagine a bunch of old guys who love Austrian economics telling you how the internet works. Like that doesn't seem like that doesn't seem like of something I can imagine. Tell me more. <laughs> with but like but seriously, a bunch of people you know with like green dreadlocks who all dance to the, like the music of that commercial. To all the
1: stuff that I listened to yeah. when I was teen.
0: Yeah. Um, Play that I... mindless self-indulgence. Perfect. Thank you. I was yeah. like wondering what was one of
2: those bands. Yeah. So the Off Day had this kind of one issue. They were anti Euro, at least the currency, but they were vaguely pro EU. Mm. Um but even though they don't I don't think they, they don't enter the, the national German parliament in twenty thirteen, but they do get founded and they do become this party, the off day. They shift from this Vala Tentativa twenty thirteen into an actual organized party. And I just want to introduce some of the main characters we'll be talking about uh <laughs> with you today. It was founded by Open three people. <laughs> Alexander Gowland, Bernd Lucke, and Conrad Adams. The first two are the most. You can important, imagine them all being very sexy. Ve- <laughs> and then when they reform as the AfD, um, this woman Frau Kapetri, enters the fold. So that's legitimately kinda, a thought. That's <laughs> that's the leadership that we're going to be dealing with. Um, and even though they didn't win uh, any seats in the national German uh, parliament, they do enter the EU parliament in the May 2014 elections, and they enter several state elections. Uh, in Germany throughout 2014, all in the former East German states. So in Turingen, which happens to be the state with the uh, government. Linke government,
0: yeah.
2: uh, Saxony and Brandenburg, True. all with about 10% of the vote. And in Turingen in particular, um, one Björn Höcke enters uh, the parliament good old band. Uh, as an off day, an absolute dead-eyed psychopath.
0: Uh, we'll get to him. We'll get to all. He's like one of those people whose whose chin and neck are so small that they just kind of like go into themselves. It's not that he's fat, but he's like a skinny person with no neck, which is even creepier. Because at least a fat person with no neck worked for that. He's just like genetically inferior with his like you know what is it that the uh, uh, um, the incels with their their skull science always believe? Like he is the he's the perfect picture of. Um, surely not the Chad, you mean the Virgin. I mean the Virgin. Yeah, yeah, yeah okay. Yeah. He's like like you could just put his picture up there instead of that weird, loopy looking guy with whatever the hell kind of clothes he's wearing and how he smells and whatnot. It's like, like f-
1: first draft Slenderman kind of thing. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. But I think that they should
0: update it and put is it Band or Björn Heka? No We're one not knows. Gonna tell you. Okay, I'm gonna go with, you said Bjorn earlier, so I'm gonna go with that. But this man is the most, like, unfuckable dude I've ever seen in my entire <laughs> life. I can understand why he's a member of the IFD. <laughs> I like
2: how his Wikipedia page, like, points out that his grandparents w- um, were Germans who, had to, who were resettled into Germany after World War II. And, like, just several things like this. I'm,
0: I'm the, I grew the, up a
1: rich life of telling me how I, they were entitled to, like, I don't know, fucking Czech lands or some shit.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they were just, you know... Settling that Lebensraum that I guess they never got to keep. Poor, poor Benbiot. What the fuck's his name? <laughs> My
1: grandparents used to tell me about how beautiful Moravia was, except for all the filthy Moravians. <laughs> <were
2: there. laughs> uh, if this is all a little confusing for you listeners, I know we're talking about politics, kind of. The palace <laughs> intrigue. Let's let's <laughs> obscure fuck, Eastern let's take a step obscure back.
1: Eastern European ethnicity. Let's take a
2: step back and talk about ordinary people. Where I want to set the stage with you because we have this situation. We have these anti-Euro parties kind of bubbling up in 2013. But we can rely on the good old
0: New York Times to really. Ask, get They've to know never the said anything dumb ever in their entire publication. And to understand history. what's
2: really going on in Germany outside of religion.
0: I think, you know what, I, I have a feeling it's going to be them lecturing me about how, why are people mad in such a perfect country? Hmm.
2: Let's begin in in Germany. Oh, As so nice. it does every Advent, this history-laden city has erected the gift stalls, the glühwein stands, and okay. the Ferris wheel of Germany's oldest Christmas market hmm? around the Frauenkirche. The 18th century church that was magnificently rebuilt after the Allies' catastrophic bombing in 1945. At least they admit that the U.S. did something bad. That's very hard for the New York Times to do. <laughs> I'm very. No. You can't say Heribama Stu- Heribama Stu- <laughs> Harris do it again.
1: I'm very impressed they managed to learn the word gluvine. They were like, they were very proud that they learned that word. That, had that, to put that out in is the first tons sentence. of like
2: cultural like. That's really what the editors are looking for. That real like. I, local, imagine local how charm. many.
0: Imagine after this article got like released, how many stupid fucking, you know, uh, middle class New Yorkers went and tried to order gluvine <laughs> in like every <laughs> single restaurant that they went to. <laughs> But we have normal.
1: mulled wine. That's not the same. No, not the same thing. I want glue wine.
2: But this year, that's December 2014, there is tension behind the seasonal jollity. For the past seven Mondays, people have taken up the battle cry of East Germans protesting their communist government 25 years ago. Wir sind das Volk. We are the people. And fashioned it into a lament about being overlooked by political leaders of the present. They ain't wrong. Reisen's demonstrators, echoing the populist fears coursing around Europe, are a motley mix of far right wingers in the National Democratic Party I or MPD, the word motley. young hooligans, These and ordinary folk who feel ignored as foreigners pour into Germany. At least two hundred thousand this year alone, like a seeking thick jobs liquid. or asylum.
0: Yo, twenty fourteen, they haven't seen nothing yet. <laughs>
2: First hundreds, now thousands have responded to the summons from a previously unknown activist, Lutz Bachmann, forty one, <laughs> and an organization called Pegida. Oof a German acronym for a title that translates roughly as patriotic Europeans against the Islamization of the West. And I should point out that Pegida, the, the A in Pegida stands for Abendland, which is like saying Occident. Like, they're yeah. not just saying West. They're like, like...
1: Some old-timey <laughs> bullshit. That's yeah. always a real, this like is the, some, like, ancient race science. That's so. the thing yeah. that
0: I always loved about, like, like that... The thing I love about German racism, or not German, but just European racism, is that you really have to, like, define, like, I don't know. It's always just this, this very, uh, um, because the Occidents also included countries that are part of Europe today, too, right? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, like I think the Balkans actually are con- like considered that at one point in European history. The
1: like, Occident or the Orient? Because the the, the the Occident. Yeah, the for the longest time in European history, like the Balkans were considered the Near East. Yeah. Like, there was the Middle East and the Far East and then the Near East was the Balkans.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And they like now that, the, that that's always the thing I find so funny especially with, with the right wing parties in, in the Balkans or especially like Golden Dawn in Greece. Mm. Like, we we want to preserve Western culture. It's like motherfuckers like you weren't part of the West like 20 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> like what the fuck? Yeah. And I mean, we'll get later to this bizarre connection between all these parties that is very unright wing of them. Mm. But yeah, I that's that's something that just always is so confusing. And I see Americans doing this too. Like you'll see, like uh, I don't know, like Americans whose families moved from like Romania or something like that, and they're just very proudly like Western cultures, like motherfucker, like Romania was like. <laughs> not west until also 20 years ago the
1: i just don't understand how anyone can present the like what the acronym pagida stands for without being like an alarm bell should go off for every one of those fucking words (laughs) like (laughs) if you're not running for the hills by the time they mention islamification you're
0: like okay we're in for this the long haul all right i'm so i'm i mean what is the population of muslims in germany like what two percent or something like that we'll get there we'll get there. yeah i've Presumably more than
1: in this room right now. Maybe. (laughs) No, yeah, true. I
0: mean...
2: On Monday, again, this is December 2014, a record 7,500 showed up despite teeth-chattering cold for an hour-long march through Drazen Center, a mix of grim socialist architecture and gems of the pre What is wrong with them? Those
0: are very nice buildings. (laughs) <laughs> it pisses me off. They just said how
2: beautiful it was, like two
0: paragraphs. Yeah, what ago, the fuck? You can't just change your position architecture. about architecture. No, I I love the gems of the
1: pre nineteen forty five past. Just say you like the Hitler, like fucking postmodernist na- Nazi architecture. Just say it. <laughs> yeah,
0: go down, uh, uh Karl Marx Alley, and tell me that those buildings are not impressive and beautiful.
2: One placard said, "We miss our country." While another demanded, "Protection of the Heimat, Or homeland," and. Not Islamization. That's beautiful Those German language. Those accelerated very quickly.
1: <laughs> and you're just showing off, if you're like, protection of the Heimat or Homeland. You translated two-thirds of that slogan. Why didn't you translate that last word?
2: Clearly, Pegida has touched a nerve. In Germany, where the economy is still growing and more people have jobs than ever before, no equivalent has emerged to France's Marine Le Pen and her populist national front, and no leaders have ridden discontent to power like Prime Minister Viktor Orban in Hungary.
0: goddamn snack.
1: I mean, Le Pen's party, like, the whole national front is just, like, a very exclusive Tinder for the members of the Le Pen family. If you ever look into, like, how any of the Le Pen family met their spouse, it was in a party meeting. Because that's the only place they can find people who agree with them on, like, anything. So it's not a model
0: to emulate and they've also been i mean like the the thing is too like back to the the conversation we had earlier they have been around much longer yeah than i mean like i said the the npd was just there and how long has what's the name of of orban's party Fidesz has also been around Fidesz, fides that's yeah. it has also been around for quite so, i mean like a good since hungary became, became not a, yeah. yeah became not soviet or yeah. whatever so you have time to, cre- you know, create the, the groundwork for your, you know, Christian state and all your other bullshit. Or in the case of National Front, you have literally just everyone who was sour that the Nazis didn't win form a party. Yeah,
1: pretty much.
2: But there's a turn, folks. The <laughs> Islamization evoked by Pegida is hardly imminent, with only about 2% of the population in the Saxony region foreign and only a fraction of those Muslims but right-wingers and soccer hooligans banded together in Cologne this fall and overran police officers in violent protests they said were aimed at Islamic extremism. Cologne is almost the anti-Cologne, determinedly anti-violent and careful in its flyers and patriotic placards to stay on the right side of laws banning hate speech, yet focus on many of the same targets.
0: Wait, what I, I don't get the anti-cologne. Thing. I know.
2: Just tell that to every like foreigner who's been
0: murdered in Dresden or Chemnitz or Germany <laughs> in the past. <laughs> or five just firebomb because they've been you know firebombing fucking uh, uh 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 what are they called refugee camps as of late that no one ever really? talks about. Yeah, but, you know that's yeah. the thing that really bothers me. Right wing groups in Germany go around just like setting refugee camps on fire. Yeah, like that is that is I've never seen. Antifa, where are you at? They Pro- protest them and all the time too, and get. I mean, they actually do something about that. For but the, whenever I see, yeah, <laughs> but whenever when, to be fair, like like whenever, it's doing I your see, shame. <laughs> like whenever I see people, particularly in other countries, talking about then how bad the right is, you know, and how bad this new wave of right wing pol, like extreme right wing politics in Europe are. That's the easiest thing to pick out and be like, like they're first off the amount of terror attacks that have been committed by the right, which I would classify those as terror attacks. And so does, as much as I don't want to quote the fucking Bundesverfassungsschutz, which is like the FBI here, like the, the number of attacks done by the right have, have, have like quadrupled since, um, 2013 or 2014. Mm-hmm. And I don't hear a single person outside of Germany and in Germany for that matter, um, really addressing that and using that then as a weapon against the right. And it really, yeah, it just, it just bugs me because it's such an easy thing to be like, these people are horrible. They are, um, they want to cause harm. They're not about that. They just want to like, like protect the fatherland or whatever fucking bullshit they believe. They actually want to, you know, remove these people by any means necessary, even if that means, you know, throwing Molotov cocktails at them, which is horrible. For
1: every refugee murdered in Dresden, a white child is born in Cologne. (laughs) (laughs) That's what that means.
0: Damn, then, you know.
2: All right. Fuck, I have nothing for that. (laughs) Luckily, guys, the New York Times is willing to give us some answers, maybe some clarification of why East Germany is like this. Oh, good. Some see Dresden's xenophobia rooted in its communist past. Before unification, the region was known as the, quote, the Valley of the Clueless. Because it was the only major that, urban area in East Germany which could not check be that. West German television.
1: I, wait, so what, they were only watching the movie Clueless? <laughs> <laughs> I love that film.
2: <laughs> and while the rest of Germany was absorbing Turks and other immigrants for decades, the East was
0: largely isolated from Yo, foreigners. Yo, fuck off with what? that, seriously, because that, okay, first off, like, gotta break this down bit by bit. Has anyone ever eaten Vietnamese food? And yeah, that's, they, like, that's the thing. That's where that comes from. Yeah, the East, okay, given, yes, they may or may not have all stayed in, in Dresden, but there was contact to immigrants because of their connections, the, the GDR's connections with the Soviet Union, the Soviet Union's connection with, you know, countries in Africa fighting for independence, particularly yeah. against, you know, imperialism and shit like that. There is an exchange of, uh, there's actually a really fantastic piece that uh, Fluta did, which is a, a a German thing done by the, I don't know what B P B is or the B P B. Yeah, it 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 is. Yeah, it's it's actually done by the government, but it was really interesting how they did a whole documenta- uh they did like, like a whole photo documentation of people from like Jordan and Palestine who lived in the DDR or the the GDR. And how they lived their lives, and they were like, "Yeah, it was pretty normal here. We actually liked it, and all that kind of stuff there was there wasn't really that many people who complained about the life underneath it, but it was like, an, like it was an internationalist model that was actually practiced to a degree as an internationalist model you can say whatever you want about the you know the economy or whatever the g d r but the racism that then comes from that isn't because they were under the g d r you know and the 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 aspect of that then just using the population of Turkish people in Germany is like, oh, see, Germany's not racist because you have Turkish people. Like, you literally have quarters in Germany (laughs) that, that, like, you know, that they just kind of forced Turks into and they've stayed there for generations. And then Germany wonders, oh, damn, why is, like, integration as a whole thing hasn't worked? It's like, well, because you fucking literally created a ghetto in the shittiest areas of Berlin and Cologne and stuff like that. And you didn't want them to integrate because you thought that they were going to go back in the 1960s. Yeah, like they don't like then and now still, they just don't have a general idea about how like immigration works and how like if you want to be multicultural, then you know, that doesn't mean creating, you know, this weird, uh, uh, what's like there's always this weird like parallel society thing that Germans are so afraid of, but they their government physically created it. It's just so dumb to me. Like, oh, yeah, like I go and eat donut in Kreuzberg and that's why I'm multicultural. It's like, fuck off. Wait, I have to do more than that? Damn. <laughs> no, apparently not. Apparently to German standards, you have to really, like, do not, and you have to, like, properly pronounce "Lamachon," which I don't know if I'm properly pronouncing. Nah, no, I can't do that.
1: Yeah, there's, like, this is just a tiny point to add on to that, which is there's really well-documented just evidence of even the smallest rural communities in the DDR would regularly be visited by Polish guest workers. Yeah. I mean, like... I know we're not, like, talking about massive culture shock with, like, the country right next door or whatever the fuck, but, like, it's not an unheard-of thing. They weren't, like, just these weird, crazy isolationist pockets. Yeah.
2: The New York Times continues. (laughs) (laughs) Suspicion of Islam is not unique to Eastern Germany, but it is potent. Driven, like elsewhere on the continent, by the swelling of the Muslim population, the alarming flow of European Muslims to Syria or Iraq to wage
1: jihad, and the growing fears that those jihadists might return to inflict harm on their
2: adopted homelands.
1: Don't you hate it when you pour in a bunch of Muslims and then they start to swell? I love these words (laughs) they're using. An announcement in the fall, so this is uh, back to
2: Saxony in particular, the state that Tresen is in. An announcement in the fall that 14 new refugee facilities would open in Saxony for some 2,000 refugees. Two this year and others in 2015 and 2016 may have been the final straw. At Monday's demonstration, four men in their 60s were unanimous about the danger. Quote, just look at the Ruhr," said one, alluding to industrial cities of Western Germany, where migrant ghettos are ever more common. We don't want that here. Or Berlin, said another. We don't want to have to put barbed wire on our balconies, he said. Insisting this was yeah. common in the capitals keep foreign burglars at bay. That- it is not
1: barbed wire on the Berlin balcony thing is just the hottest trend I I do it to stop my neighborhood from being gentrified mostly <laughs> <laughs>
2: this this you know sometimes I miss home and this does make me feel right back at home because this is the this is that good shit like if, if you live in a major city you're constantly like div- like like Defending your like you you have to stab several people to yeah, get yeah. I really get, wish that Berlin work. had stand your ground laws.
0: Like I really <laughs> wish that Berlin was a little bit more like Florida.
2: <laughs> we end the New York Times article with our homie Lutz Bachmann. Ooh, he the, was worried about foreigners
0: who took advantage of Germany's welfare system. Mm. Wait, 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 wait! Be- but bef- before we go to Lutz Bachmann, I want to point out also one more thing in that New York Times article. Before we get to then, uh understanding the uh, understanding is the wrong word sympathizing empathizing no, yeah. <laughs> joining <laughs> joining the AFD but outing there, our own chapter there is this the, the, the idea that Germany is doing fine and that these people are just genuinely too stupid to to get it more or less that what is it the, the 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 quote about how the economy is continuously growing in Germany this and that and that but if you look at the statistics for East Germany it's really similar to any other former communist nation oh yeah where it's just capital flight more or less or right. people coming in and you know being vo- you know vultures of capital and um you know employment is not as great in East as it is in West um all industry is owned by the West still mm. today and. It is like like given yeah, it's really cheap to live in in, in Dresden or really cheap to live in 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 Leipzig like the or, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. But at the same time too, like the amenities of other aspects of the German state aren't a, like they're not equal to the wages that people get in these States either. So they're like, like in strictly in terms of like being economically pissed off, they have every right to be that now joining the IFD. That's a whole other different question, yeah. but I really, it really bugs me when uh, especially American liberals use this very like end of history narrative about how everything's going great. Why is this the way that it is? And then they don't even go and like try to analyze like, Oh shit. Like we like this policy of a one size fits all capitalism did not work and it can't work and that that's i think why the left is so popular in tuningen because they at least had okay given yes they were the 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 um successor technically of the 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 S-C-D. socialist yeah, the S-E-E, uh sed of east germany and i think people just maybe just vote for them because also, Americans don't understand that most people who lived in the East don't actually hate living in the East in the states yeah. the 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 g d r fifty seven percent of people who are alive for us, yeah. want to return to that yeah yeah, like the 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 general uh, and it isn't because it's only like a white state or something like that it's just that it wasn't as horrible, I think for most people as everyone makes it out to be, mm. and that's a big thing that Americans need to fucking realize before they give these really horrible. Takes on things is just like why don't you guys like capitalism? Y'all yeah. stupid. Everything's perfect, and it clearly isn't. Given joining a racist party is not the answer, joining a woke leftist movement is. That's why it's so funny when this
2: New York Times reporter comes and like is just absolutely charmed by the lovely architecture of Toyosu and be like the pre-1945
1: <laughs> architecture. Why is
2: everyone pissed off? It's beautiful here. They have Christmas stalls. It's just so lovely.
1: I love all these statues of perfect men and women. (laughs) Um, Yeah, there's like this, uh, there's a really good quote that I read earlier today that was like, in East Germany, uh, in the DDR, there was all these unfurbished buildings filled with people. But in modern East Germany, there's all these refurbished, spotless buildings with no one in them like, everyone's Even look left. at Berlin.
0: Everyone talks about this sense, like, I, I, I think it's so funny, especially if you come here as a tourist, and one of the first places that people go to is Potsdamer Platz, which is the perfect example that, like, Daimler went, so uh, Mercedes went and bought this big, you know, plot of land for nothing, and they erected this disgusting building that's an absolute eyesore. Sony went and did the same thing. And they're just either office buildings that are empty or they're an attempt to make apartments which are also completely empty. And this is supposed to, like back in the twenties, given like say what you want about Weimar Germany, but Potsdamer Platz was like a happening place. Like there was I like uh, bars and clubs and stuff like that. And Potsdamer Platz is like a a mall, which yeah, it's is bleak. shit. It's bleak there, yeah. and there's nothing. And so there's weird. the Sony Center, which you can go and like you know play with a life-size you know caricature of Spider-Man. Yeah,
1: like that is it. That was that was actually uh, I'm I'm new to Berlin, and the first time that I kind like got out of the Potsdam U-Bahn station was when I realized like, oh, I'm actually in like a city like every other fucking city. Yeah, there's,
0: there's it's nothing there. Yeah. It really is a, a a stripped down like we got these really ugly contemporary shit buildings are we yeah. are we western enough for you now yeah
1: I think, clearly yes they are i think the the thing that separates germany away from like a lot of other countries is that they at least have like a defining line for their like left behind region like every country like you mean wherever... a, a wall <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah some sort of wall perhaps um but like this all all this shit sounds like the exact same shit that happened to like the north of england or the like great lakes region in uh the united states where there was just or
0: fucking north of france anywhere that's like post-industrial yeah exactly
1: yeah yeah. except the thing is that like germany is like at least granted this idea of this region is different they acknowledge that it is different that's something that like england is just completely like fucking oblivious to why are the north so fucking racist all of a sudden
0: (laughs) and angry at everything 'Cause I mean, like, for these people it is just an easy thing, I think, to grasp on. I mean, like, to be fair, I don't like not in any way I meaning that 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 collectively these people are dumb, but it just is when you're I don't know, when 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 you're not savvy on politics and you don't like the thing that I also think too that the left has a really big problem with is that like, oh, in order to, you know, Overthrow racism, or capitalism You got to read all this shit. It's like well, fuck that. Like the like racist parties deliver a much easier message yeah. than that you have to read. It's like this is your problem. This is what you can focus your your anger at. And this is also where people like our our uh, our next big pimp of the Pegida movement comes in. Is that you have a, you have a movement that then that you can you know channel that anger in that then makes sense for you, even though it is completely wrong. You know. We start our link uh, refuse to read chapter. Let's yeah. let's
1: let's get a little
2: taste of that. Um, that rhetoric. First, that, would would, that would that we say, say that like
0: Lutz, Lutz, Lutz Bachmann is action. a fail son, or is he like he just?
2: Yeah. I think I think we'll, we'll get there. We we will deliver a judgment. in this second. He's but... the
1: first man out of the clown car. Let's see where he goes. Okay, so he's not a fail son. Then. First he just we have to is... say
2: what Lutz Bachmann told all those teeth chattering protesters.
1: Overwritten. Overwritten. He
2: said he was worried about foreigners who took advantage of Germany's welfare system, while quote some old people can't afford a slice of Christmas cake.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I just have to explain. Have German to
2: society <laughs> has collapsed. I have to explain to the listeners. It's very sad that people in East Germany don't have money to afford things anymore. But Christmas cake is literally fruit cake, and so they're ready to just murder all refugees just so they can eat fruit
1: cake. And I'm 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 going to say here right now definitively the worst cake (laughs) yeah it i i avoid
0: it i know what it looks like yeah
1: um it's a cake that's tricking me into eating fruit
0: well no the ones in germany are also though like covered in like powdered sugar i think if i'm not mistaken so they look look, not (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
2: that bad would you but yo
0: but hold up would you commit genocide for this cake who who we genocide in exactly? <laughs> I don't know. Ask ask Lutz you, you get to pick the
1: cake. Bachmann gets to pick the race. <laughs> 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 Pretty soon, know.
2: Bachmann predicted to applause. Deformation of the German language would deprive Germans of Christian terms like Christmas tree. <laughs>
1: You know, in Arabic, they don't have a word for Christmas. Tree. The word
0: "Christmas tree" in German does not have the word "Christmas" in it. Okay. It is just a type of tree. It is a Tannenbaum, which literally just means like a like a a, a fur or something. It's just a it's just like a, a category of a tree. You see,
1: that's because it's this weird post World War II version of German. Before World War II, they had two hundred words
0: for Christmas tree. <laughs> I mean, unless of course he means Vinox Baum which I then am. would be Christmas tree, but you have a German word also for it. You have a song called O-Tannenbaum that every fucking person <laughs> knows that is talking about a Christmas tree. Just by the type of tree, we know what that is a Christmas tree. I <laughs> don't yeah. speak German, and I know the song O-Tannenbaum. Yeah,
2: see? Exactly. We've been dancing around have <laughs> we've Internationalism. Been, we've been dancing around it, but we have to get into the, to our favorite fail son of the right wing. Uh, he's not even a fail
0: son. He was just the awesome. first person to fail of his lineage,
2: so he's like the grandfather of failing. The <laughs> fail patriarch. Yeah, the fail patriarch. <laughs> All those okay. other like ice chewing psychopaths like bjorn Hooker, Höcke, they're in parliament. They're doing this shit. Lutz Bachmann, he's a failed club promoter, <coughs> retired soccer player, and he was he did a ton of crimes and was sentenced to several years in prison. <laughs> <So> at <laughs> which point, <he laughs> okay, hang on. To he South sounds Africa. really cool so far. <laughs> <laughs> he fled to South Africa where he opened a nightclub. He literally
0: sounds like every every person's. Horrible stereotype of a German person, which is really cool. I he mean, went not to that the, the, not that this person's cool, but that stereotype is really cool. He went
1: to the least racist country. <laughs>
0: <laughs> didn't he go to South Africa during <laughs> apartheid? <laughs> it was it was after
2: apartheid, but he said his club was like geared towards black people because they didn't have enough nightclubs. So he's like, he, he probably comes back and he's like, and is like, I'm not racist. Some of my favorite customers were black,
0: dude. That's actually that's legitimately. To be fair, I mean, not not defending him and not defending anyone like this, but that is a big right-wing trope that uh, a lot of the, like, upper members of Golden Dawn in Greece do the exact same thing. Not that they go to open nightclubs, but they go and do charity work in Africa. And they're like, oh, yeah, look at how great we are. Like, we're not racist. And then when you ask them, well, why do you go and do all this charity work? They're like, well, we don't want them here. And they're like, okay, yeah. first off, they're not coming to Greece because no one wants to fucking live in Greece right now. <laughs> and secondly, it's like that... That type of mentality, I know, works for a lot of people. Like, which is the very, which is a very unfortunate way of looking. Like, like that. Oh, I'm not racist, but I just want these racists to stay where they are.
1: Yeah, this is like this coincides quite a bit with that, like the Richard Spencer kind of like praise of Israel,
0: where which... he wants like an ethnostate in Wyoming or something. Well,
1: like yeah, but that. like, but the reason he likes Israel because he kind of has this like it's not that he's not anti-Semitic he just thinks that's where all the
0: Jews should be well, yeah. he should
1: be in this one little corner and that's it and like just...
0: Benjamin Netanyahu loves that argument yeah uh, so that's... does Viktor Orban yes. so does the off day, as yeah. we'll get to oh good <laughs> wonder if they're all best friends
2: we'll get to that <laughs> later as well so if you need any more proof of just how much of a failed patriarch he is Search Lutz Bachmann YouTube. His YouTube account comes up. You can see all of his YouTube likes. And he just has great shit on there. He has maybe like nine songs of just Kenny G covers. Nice. Which we have to say, Which he clearly
0: at least attempts to fuck to. Like, (laughs) I imagine just, you know, big old... First off, Lutz Bachmann also goes around wearing sunglasses a lot of the time that look like his eyes are being censored out.
1: So that's... the tommy robinson does that as well what yeah, is this like I, because
0: they're being censored by you know liberals and shit but i just imagine luke Bachmann just entering the room just his big pudgy self and just trying to like lay down a woman while listening to these horrible kenny g covers
2: if it's not kenny g then it's the absolute legend <laughs> dj happy vibes oh
1: fucking brilliant the only thing that can get bachman up
0: now for,
2: for those who don't know DJ Happy Vibes. Is no a- one knows who
0: DJ Happy <laughs> Vibes is. You don't have to, like, just, like, oh, well, DJ Happy Vibes is a normal fucking thing. In For Germany. those who
1: don't know, which is everyone, DJ Happy
2: Vibes is a really shitty schlager singer. Oh, no, um, he's a DJ, he's not a singer. Oh, okay, I'm sorry. Actually, he does sing too. But he plays schlager. He's an experience.
0: Music. Yeah, he's, and
2: he's a he is, multi-instrumentalist. He's a, le- he's, he's a Pegida legend because he was fired from his radio show for being too racist <laughs> and supporting Pegida too much. Now, I'm pretty sure the radio station said it wasn't because he yeah, was... Of course not, but was it, it was but very... he was an it was, outspoken Pegida supporter, which is clearly why Lutz Bachman, you know... And he, I think he even, even DJ,
0: like, DJed a bunch of events that Pegida hosted, and this isn't... This isn't like okay, music song. that Anyone should listen to If they want to be Like preserving Western culture If Let's you want to, to understand
2: The German psyche Especially the far right German psyche Listen to Schlager music Especially DJ Happy Vibes And it will just Open a portal In your mind And you'll just enter The headspace Of Lutz Bachmann And all of these people
0: This is But like This always goes back To the thing of, of When these people Want to protect the West They don't want Like I, Come on Like Like, like I know that this point has been made a thousand times before, but it's like you know, like the Nazis had had you know this you know Wagner and you know all like Goethe and these these crazy fucking writers and shit. The hits, the hits, yeah. The 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 big. I mean, like people that you can at least look to in German culture and be like, okay, yeah, like that's impressive. But Pegita wants you know Helena Fischer and and DJ Happy vibes. To just live on into eternity for the the you know like the perfect crystallization of Western culture. And that's brilliant. Like that is something we need to fight for.
2: A thousand years of blood, soil, and repetitive electronic beats.
1: <laughs> I, I, I'm willing to say right now on record, DJ Happy Vi is better than Wagner.
0: <laughs> At least DJ Happy Vice probably fucks and is probably just as anti Semitic <laughs> as
1: <laughs> Wagner
2: is. <laughs> it also needs to be pointed out that every Schlager dj or singer that i found is extremely racist <laughs> yeah <laughs> they really like i like and the thing is like Schlager music's always pointed out as like the apolitical music and i think even back in the 60s there was this like like the german youth were listening to rock and roll and all this like you know crazy new stuff that was political and the good old germans listened to apolitical songs like you know I squeeze my baby and while well, it's like playing like really cheesy electronic beats. And the thing I realized... In the about 60s. It,
0: yeah, they had fucking Schlager music.
2: Well, yeah. So, so Schlager, modern Schlager came about in the 70s when it fused with disco. But the uh, thing...
0: If you are the only like... There's literal Schlager songs about pretending to be a cowboy and like killing Indians. Yeah. Yeah, really?
1: Yeah. If you're the only like left socialists schlager musician get in touch because we will make your music our theme song
2: (laughs) (laughs) the thing i the thing i realized about schlager music is that all of the titles like again they're supposed to be romantic like but all the titles are just how donald trump talked to billy bush like it's all just like when i see lips i have to kiss them i spied on her in the dressing room that's just what all schlager songs are called are they really i've never actually looked well because they're like I I just have to kiss red
1: lips and things like that but in German. You were you were way too into the Indian Native American genocide one.
0: Yeah, well cuz they like like people actually sing that in public. It's not <laughs> For sure. Yeah, it's, it's just not blaring at It's us like over we fast. should it's like the song is like we, the song is everywhere. like that like we should play. It's like it's obviously like in a in a romantic sense, but it's how like I'm a cowboy and I'm going to dominate you because you're a, you're a Native American. What a beautiful country I live in now. Yeah.
2: Yo, I I only listen to that new Woke Backpack Schlager singers who talk about Europol crime statistics. <laughs> <laughs> None of this bullshit pop stuff.
0: Yeah. Yeah, fuck that Helena Fischer. The real the shit. The thing that I think is so funny though about about Germany also as well with Schlager is that you have it is so normalized that then whenever you watch any award show in Germany, you have always Helena Fischer who's like this pop star who will never go away. <laughs> and she has had like one big song and um, yeah, every, everywhere. She's still everywhere. Like you'll, you'll be in the, in the subway and they'll have news about Helena Fisher's favorite food is fish fillet. Who would have thought? And you're like, I don't give a shit. And it, like, Germans are like, Oh my God. Yes. I need to know what Helena Fisher's favorite. Th- like she plays, for the uh, what
1: kind of fish fillet this is important halibut okay cool yeah I don't know Nordsea. <laughs> yeah
2: alright so we we have to return back to Lutz so one fateful day he's back in Germany I think he went to jail for a little bit he sees a protest and again for this what vi- this video is cocaine also cocaine possession the three times that he had or whatever <laughs> this, this, this video is also on YouTube Lutz sees a protest of maybe 100 Kurdish people like protesting in downtown Dresden, and it's like in a mall like an outdoor mall and uploads it to YouTube and he gets just pissed
0: off and starts a Facebook page called Pegida. And uh, not to mention that it was just any Kurdish group. It was uh, PKK supporters who are the most, I would say, anti-Islamist group in that region. <laughs> They're a full-blown, I mean, uh, for anyone who who doesn't know... The PKK and its um, non-affiliated organizations have been kicking the shit out of ISIS Uh, since what 2012, 2013, and they have been ruthlessly oppressed by the Turkish government. And yeah, I, I, I would also associate them by the USA. uh, What they're they're considered they're considered terror group by the United States, Germany, and Turkey, and that's a, a. you know, the holy trinity of who I would want to be considered a terror group But <laughs> But the thing that I think is so funny, too, with Lutz Bachmann is that then he goes and he makes this Pegida group and he puts in the one of the original logos. He finds one for the and I, I think he found his bluff because then he finds he's like, okay, hey, they're throwing all these things into the trash can in, in the logo. Yeah, so to describe
2: has, the logo, it's like it says Pegida and there's like a dude. It's like the trash emoji. And there's a little figure and he's throwing... Like
1: by emoji like you mean the trash. by emoji you mean icon from the back of like like a bathroom. <laughs> you icon. goddamn yeah. pleeb. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes, the thing that you would find in the bathroom, not an emoji. You yeah. Shit. yeah,
1: the, the thing the like on the back of like. Chocolate bar wrappers to remind you to throw, to throw away. something in the way, yeah, that, some, yeah. throw something in the trash. But so he has us
0: like a swastika in there, obviously, because of Nazis. And then instead of like the Soviet flag or his hammer and sickle, he he outdoes himself and he finds the old flag of the PKK to put in there, which I think. At least for me personally, I think he he knew that he was stupid in that. It's like, oh damn, like like they aren't they aren't Islamists, but I still don't like them, so I gotta show that I really hate the PKK. Which also then, in my opinion, makes Lutz Bachmann just a uh, uh, a cell uh, of what are they called
1: the Gray Wolves. Oh, he's like <laughs> yeah. massively into Neo Ottoman. Yeah, I really yeah.
0: I, I really think that Lutz Bachmann is a is a is a secret Neo Ottoman. And he's a very pro Erdogan kind of guy. I don't know. It's yeah, just me. The Armenian genocide out. both didn't
1: happen and it was cool. Yeah, <laughs> exactly.
2: But not only does Lutz Bachmann start this Facebook, page would he, page he talk, talk to me? Like I'm, I'm, I'm a little scared now. <laughs> not only does Lutz Bachmann start this Facebook page called Pegida, he also starts organizing. Um, it was called in the New York Times article a march, but as he calls them. Spaziergänge or evening strolls, which is a cornerstone They
0: did them like every culture. Monday for like three years. I think they still do them now. That is how my
1: like retired parents tree sh- Monday evenings is <laughs> going for a lovely stroll. But yeah. that's the thing.
2: The Spaziergang, again, this evening stroll is a cornerstone of German culture, much like the, the fruitcake. And so like you have just like you spend all weekend drinking beer with your and you hate your family, but you're all getting drunk with them. You hate your uncle because he's grooming the teenage girls who work for your father's (laughs) restaurant. And you all just get ridiculously drunk. You spend all weekend being belligerently racist, and then you calm down and be calmly racist on a Monday evening and you go stroll with your family. But this is like a real this is unfortunate. This is not an exaggeration. This is is exactly how it happens.
0: (laughs) No, like like the thing is that whenever we go whenever we go to like like um whenever my girlfriend and I go to visit her her mom the mom like her mom's boyfriend just is like very just casually racist and i honestly am surprised that he hasn't just like openly it's it's always he's like given yes he's from, like like they live in like a really small like village it's not even a town uh, a of a former farming village or i guess there's still a farming village and yeah just the this is the norm for people in that area it's just like oh or you know uh we yeah, I don't know. It's always just about this thing of like, oh, I I met a few refugees the other day. They seem very different. They don't belong here. <laughs> and you're like, what? Like, come on! Like, that's not that's not a a, a reason for you them to just like immediately
1: i met some syrians down at the the refugee center and they took all my christmas cake money so now, <laughs>
2: well, <laughs> well maybe you want to mention how germany treated refugees because part of the mythos for these people is that they're coming and they're taking all the economic benefits of germany uh but should, that's not should i do
0: this or yeah should, okay yeah um I guess being an American, this is a very interesting one because getting one side American news, especially like BuzzFeed and shit like that, and the other side then seeing the reality of Germany. Right. I always see on my Facebook like, oh, Germany, um, this
2: union now works 28 hours a week and everyone's sharing it like, wow, why, why can't we be like this? Or they're yeah, that closing was that was
0: That's like a very small... Portion. I mean, given yes, it's good that they got that right, but there's this. This whole, isn't the whole country. There's <laughs> like, like this whole industry. Germany is experiencing neoliberalism right now. They're a little bit late to the party. Like there are still like labor unions, but that doesn't mean that you aren't having a stripping away of the social welfare state. Right, like but there's seeing. just this minor industry of like
2: things written in English about s- small German events, just to like boost people up and
0: be like, see, it's better there. Yeah, good things. It's and it's not also so- used as like a very general push of why we need oh we just seem to be just basic social democracy and then they don't understand that then within then that basic framework of the social democratic party isn't even social democratic anymore but within that basic framework then comes this like perfect idea that then capitalism and living everyone living well can exist which isn't true and I guess but back to the thing about about the reality of of you know the the refugee situation in Germany is that when you looked at every single um American outlet or any single English outlet, they continue to painted this very rosy picture of that Germany's accepting all these refugees, everyone's getting along, this and that and that. And there's just these 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 racists, which who are actually are racist, who just don't like it and they're mad, and they're taking these pretend jobs that um, you know, are there for everyone and everyone in Germany has a job. And the reality of it is is that the German government handled the refugee situation horribly. They um, There was even reports of them wanting to reopen concentration camps because they did not know what to do with people. And to be fair, this has to do a lot with the fact that half of Europe didn't want to take in mm. um, their fair share of refugees. And Germany did take in more than they, than they probably could have, which is a, a whole other debate to be had. But the simple fact is that Angela Merkel's government did not have the proper plan. And when it comes to, pe- I mean, there's people like um, every year there's like the Tempelhofa Feld, which is a, a big park here in Germany that used to be uh, in Berlin that used to be a uh, an, an airfield. They have the the welcome party, and if you're like listening to the people talking, a lot of them can never be processed into the system because they don't they don't have a passport or they don't recognize the country that they come from, if they're from, let's say, Kurdistan or something, which no one recognizes, and they don't have documents, and so they're just living in limbo, and the German government has no solution for them, and they just start sending people back, and they start sending people back to countries that are not safe places to send them back to, or now the new program of just, Volunteering to leave the country because Germany just didn't work out for you. You just didn't work hard enough to stay here, or you happen to be from a country that isn't recognized by us as a country, or you're from a country that we don't recognize as being an emergency right now. So it it was it's a it's a massive shit show to be fair.
1: Yeah, I also just want to add one little bit about like the the European aspect. You're right. There was like a huge swathe of countries that just wouldn't take any refugees, but then at the same time, um, if I'm remembering the timeline correctly back when these uh numbers were being figured out the countries that did agree to take in refugees um even like large numbers compared to the population size like ireland where i'm from this was back when they weren't agreeing all these countries that agreed to take refugees were refusing the idea of like a percentage or a running quota system the idea of that if more refugees come you would take more again it was all about um Taking a fixed number that, by the time that legislation passed, was a wholly irrelevant number because more refugees had come. And like now that like now that number is kind of like meaningless. You've now taken like only a small section of the refugees, and there's still this huge sway of the refugees you haven't actually. It was yeah, the whole thing was a garbage mess. But like any country that did say they take refugees is like also just not off the hook. Yeah. In that yeah
0: yeah in that regard. I mean to be fair, like all the countries of like the Vichy God and the baltic nations and and practically most countries in the east yeah are uh even more uh at fault of this because they just straight up in just complete xenophobia and racism just said no like they do not belong here this and that and And it is like and and the given like this also kind of shows them too the, the the contradiction of the european union as well that they're you have an overarching govern like governmental system that has absolutely no power. They can't tell you, nope, you got to take refugees in because it's like, oh, you're branching over our sovereignty, and this is how people like you know Orban or the AfD mm. begin um, uh, strengthening their, mem- their 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 membership. I would say at least that that's really is is it. They they did view this as a crisis and they did view this as as something that then hinders Germany from being Germany. Yeah, well,
2: that's a good transition because. Um, Again, all this, uh, Pekita was really reaching its peak in the end of 2014. Uh, In January 2015, that's when the Charlie Hebdo shooting happens. Um, And early 2015, the off day seizes on this moment. Um, Höcke and and a couple other people uh, basically write a manifesto of their new direction for the party that's much more explicitly, again, the party in the beginning was vaguely... Um, well it was anti-euro but pro-european union kind of vaguely anti-europe in general Mm. Um, and then it goes in a much more right-wing direction uh, and wants to work more closely with these social movements like Pegida and draw upon their strength again Pegida being labeling by most people in 2014 as an openly racist xenophobic campaign Um, and not only and and this isn't just I mean they they call themselves the wing actually in German this back then the section of the AFD but leaders and founders, like Alexander Galen sign on to this resolution and give it heft and and propel it further and then, in reaction to that, let's go back to Band Luca again, he was one of the other founders and he's and he's basically he starts the rival Fucking milk toast ass motherfucker. it. they're all the same we can call it the cuck wing because he's like the economist he lives in hamburg he's just about anti-eu politics and he's like what's going on with all this like explicit racism i just want to have i just want to be against the euro and is, he starts his own wing
1: is he is he kind of like of that branch of people who say that people have legitimate concerns about immigration as like a dog whistle or is that the other I'm sure. I'm sure he says that. Right. This is, wait, isn't this... Was, uh,
0: fuck. He has a different... It's, it's an acronym is the name of his party, right? It's no longer the AFD anymore. He actually physically breaks off from them. Yeah, he does start a new party. It's called like AIFA or something like that, if I'm not mistaken. I'm wrong. I don't know. We're going to
1: edit this in in post. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the name of Baron Luca's
0: party is... Yeah, he does, he's he's no longer... Me- exactly because of this, though. He breaks off of the AFD... And and starts this very small party that just I think has just completely disappeared because he wasn't a big dick baller like the rest of them who are just full blown racists. Yeah, I mean, he's I mean, so he is—he's still a racist, obviously, but it's just right. the very like more of a typical, technocrat racist. Yeah, yeah.
2: So he's still. Um, it should be noted he was elected to the EU Parliament in 2014. Again, he's one of the leaders of the party, and so he stays in the EU Parliament. Mm. And then now he's with his new party, and he takes about. Well, we're getting ahead of ourselves because. When Bern Luka starts this wing again, he is the leader. Huka is just this upstart who's a member of the Turingen, uh state parliament. He's criticized by
0: Galen. But Heddy he's, but he's, as, as he's a big baller party. in this in this situation. Huka, Huka. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So he gets not more, the other one. He not, gets
2: well. Hookah isn't—he wasn't one of the founders, but he rapidly. No, no, no! But like, he was—he
0: was a—he was—he was in—he was, he was, in, was in it to
2: win it. Exactly. So, so he gains. Bernd
1: Burn Luca's party is called the Liberal
0: Conservative Reformers. That. They were called Alpha, exactly. Okay, yeah. okay, okay. I remember seeing their their thingies around uh IKEA when I went there. One I time. I can I can talk about this later
1: at another point, but yeah, go on.
2: So, the thing to know is that. In 2015, the AFD has its um, party Tag, its, its uh, convention, and Frau Capetri beats Luca in an internal election. for. Damn right she thing. did.
0: Power to women. Even, you know, the most racist women also, too, can succeed. Yeah. Yes, queen. This is, this is... I'm
1: a self-identified male fam- feminist. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so that's
0: why I vote for AFD. Look yeah, when we see th- strong women like uh Patrick. Yeah, like Falca Pete. Do you know what name. do you know what her uh like it's really funny, she always like brags about traditional marriage and stuff like that, but she's not married to her spouse. Mm, yeah. Which is very weird. Like they won't get a marriage because he's also a member of the IFD, but in, in in a different city. Yeah. So if they got married they would have to then claim the same household and they could no longer be um, separate AFD entities. Uh, Like a true feminist. Like the absolute true, yes, queen, you slay feminist. Like you don't need no traditional marriage. It should be noted that
2: Petri is not part of the AFD anymore. Neither is her her husband or her partner. Mm. Um, But we'll get there. Luke ends up leaving the party after losing the internal election. Someone all,
0: like I think he also said that she was like demonically beautiful, which I think is a hilarious quote.
2: <laughs> that's gorgeous.
0: Yeah, it's like a, a <laughs> demonic you don't say I uh, a schönheit <laughs> was what <when> he said.
1: <laughs> the German for I love you is you are demonically <laughs> you beautiful. Demonically and I think that's beautiful.
0: great. <laughs> yeah, look you know, he he said he said that she has a demonische Schönheit, <laughs> which is like that's Men, treat your women right.
2: So, again, Luca ends up taking about 20% of the Avde at that time with him. This includes a few of the state representatives. But once Avde, under Hooker or at least Hooker's initiative, uh, aligns itself more closely with Pegida, then it's really um, hits its growth because this is when it starts cooperating with other parties around Europe, such such
0: as the FBO party in Austria. Uh, In 2016. With that cute little boy. um, What's his name? Sebastian Kurz. Mm. Wait, is he the head of the FPO? No,
1: he's the the head of um, UVP. God damn it. I
0: hate all these fucking acronyms in your head. I know, I know. He's a little snack.
1: Wait, wait, do we get into like Dutch politics where it's all a combination of V's and D's? Uh, every political party. Uh,
0: you know, this made me sad because I thought that they were trying to make, like, a coalition of just, like, the sexy racists. Yeah, which,
1: which would be a great calendar. Yeah. (laughs) But, no, um, Sebastian Kurtz is, like, noted.
0: I mean, given Sebastian Kurtz is not sexy. No. He's he's the fucking nerd. There's nothing. (laughs) He just looks like some, like, German frat boy, which is not the cool frat guys like the United States. No, he's the
1: the one who got bullied in the frat that everyone put up with him because his dad was rich um, kind of situation. No, he pushed the center-right party of Austria further to the right. Like, a lot of people give, like, way more credit to the UVP for pushing Austria to the right, but it's all, like, a lot of it is Kurtz. But the UVP is fucking terrible. So the UVP caused, like, these, like, other problems for the AFD because by, by AFD associating with the, not UVP, sorry, FPO, Freedom Party Austria, um, they got pushed out of the European grouping. They that were
0: that sounds in. like a horrible Freedom Party Austria. I don't want any of those things. So
1: like, the I, worst like music the... fest ever. Yeah,
0: <laughs> Austria has has been one of the worst things for Europe. I don't want <laughs> I don't want any of these things to culminate. Freedom Austria, freedom
1: Freedom Party Austria economics.
0: Um... No, stop it!
1: You're... <laughs> no, you added something even worse to the mix. Um... Get out of my house. <laughs> But, like, this caused them to be put out of, like, the. Pushed out of the ECR, which is the European Conservatives and Reformists. I don't know how you can be both a Conservative and a Reformist, but. Yo, they're just fucking drunk and high at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> much. Yeah. And, um. Yeah, and that's when they had to be pushed into, like, the just openly, horribly racist parties of. Um, damn you fucking made me do this bro <laughs> and um it's actually because your lad uh fucking um burnt burnt luca <laughs> whatever you however you say that uh like he literally named the modern name for his party is in tribute to the european grouping that he's still a part of it's the liberal conservative reformist party of germany named after the european conservative reformist Going back to the whole cock Ooh, aspect of this. God damn.
0: Like, yeah. Boy just needs to like calm down with those those uh, uh, signifiers, uh, political signifiers. For anyone
1: who doesn't know what the European Conservative Reformists are all about, they are the party largely, the European grouping largely controlled by the British Tories and the um, Law and Justice Party of Poland.
0: Both. My like two favorite european parties quality parties yeah, I have no nothing horrible to say about either one of those everyone just... loves the piss party <laughs> yeah, the fucking like they they did that on purpose because they just wanted to prove that that they can ball while even having a stupid name and just prove everyone wrong it, it's uh it was all like
1: a secret message to tell the world that the piss tape is real,
0: damn <laughs> shit. So you're telling me that they're also anti-Trump, while then also being, whew, goddamn, like I have to, I have to calm down, like I have to take a breather for a second.
2: So throughout 2016, this new reinvigorated CUP free um <laughs> just keeps winning. They enter four more state parliaments throughout in March 2016, uh, including becoming the second largest party uh, behind Merkel's CDU in Saxony-Anhalt. Um, that's one of the German states, but noteworthy is they also got twelve to fifteen percent in the former West German states. Again, they've kind of broken containment. Everyone's Wait, saying, you're saying that
0: West Germany is racist too? <laughs> oh, oh, oh whoa, but the tariffs were to, meant to protect. I, us. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, have to write, I have to write. I have to write the They're New York Times. Philosophy? I'm I'm gonna write the little fucking letter to the editor here. Letters. I I read the New York Times religiously. No, I don't actually. But I read that one article, and they said that only East Germany is racist. Yep. what the fuck
2: German David Brooks telling everyone to eat more falafel so yeah the more falafel
0: more you eat which I guess in David Brooks' sense is like is Israeli food um the less racist <laughs> you become so this is what free movement
1: does and allows all the racists from East Germany to come in with their politics
0: god fucking damn it Germany's never had problems until now the New York Times has lied to me like the architecture everything pre-1945 <laughs> is beautiful <laughs>
2: But speaking of breaking containment... There was nothing
0: wrong with the Weimar Republic.
1: <laughs> <laughs> nothing. Stable. Very stable. They're... All my friends say, very stable. <laughs> speaking of
2: breaking containment, um, the National Congress, under Petri's direction, again, it's growing rapidly, but it's having some trouble with its uh, with some of the characters it's starting to attract in the off day, such as um, certain MPs who are being very, very explicitly anti-Semitic, saying Germany never did anything wrong. Playing the hits. And Hoka... Um, That's
0: such a like that's such a uh, you know what if you're going to go and ball hard in 20 whatever 2015 2016 German politics and just straight up like historical revisionism about the about the Second World War. Props to you. Like that is that is impressive. That that's the issue that you really want to just die on. It's like, yep, like our grandfathers are fucking pimps. Like
2: Well, this is a little bit of foreshadowing because um Petri's the one who's like hand wringing and saying, Oh, you can't say that that's anti Semitic Whereas Gowland is just he's all in. He's like, Yeah, we're we're gonna hunt Merkel, we're gonna hunt them down <laughs> the lying press is is telling you is lying to you constantly. Oh, the lying
1: press—a quality term that definitely has no baggage.
2: And so, after all of this, and note one important thing to note is that Hookah, even though he is very saying all the same shit, he does not get kicked out or reprimanded by the party, mm. uh, and he's
0: going to continue to play an important role
2: to the time of this recording. Because
0: he just—he's—he's he's so hot, he You're can just do can no resist. wrong. I just like I—that man, and anything that comes out of that man's mouth is—is—is. Is, 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 just gold it's just hot it's sexy He looks I like be- a
2: younger bolsonaro actually
0: does he really i don't know what I either so. wo- actually i don't know and what- neither
2: of them have chins they kind of have creepy eyes
0: that's hot <laughs>
1: that's what i want in a man the ideal man
2: and so just to accelerate to 2017 we're going to take a step back after in the snapback nationwide german parliament election in 2017 after a whole year of everyone saying no it can't happen it's just these these racist pockets it the happened it fucking happened enters the national bundestag with 12% of the vote yeah. after a lot of back and forth the spd that's the center left party said they weren't going to enter into a grand coalition again talks fall apart to form a different party and yet again the cdu that's merkel's party the center right and the spd are back in a grand coalition they just have a very slim majority between the two of them
0: and to be fair like we also forget that like there wasn't a government here for a couple of months yeah. because of this whole thing mm. but and it was always really funny to uh to hear the the moral arguments for everyone It'd be like we will not go with the IFD. even though on like local levels if i'm not mistaken the IFD maybe it has not made official coalitions with the CDU or the CSU the CSU obviously not they haven't had a big enough uh, no. uh percentage in bavaria but there have been members of the CDU who've just been, you know, yeah, like, we'll work with the AfD, but we won't go into coalition with them. Right. And, and I think I, I I do see that becoming the reality for a lot of German politics between the CDU, especially after Manikla, because she has announced that she's not running for a re-election. And if the CDU maintains some majority that they, I guess, kind of still have, because for some reason people still vote this party, I mean, given the SPD is not much better... But I'm always amazed that this is the biggest party in Germany, and I do see the AfD also getting bigger. With when are when are the elections here again? I have no fucking clue. Twenty something. Twenty
1: two, I think. I think twenty twenty
0: two. Yeah, I think you're right because the last ones were. It's every five years. Yeah, so the last ones were twenty seventeen.
2: Yeah, 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 yeah.
0: So, um, if the AfD then become big enough, I just, I just see, then. I just see the new uh c uh cdu not being hindered by by Merkel, just being like yeah fuck it like we kind of don't care because their their values are very similar without the all all, so all right racism
1: the other thing that i feel like is going to test this is like the cdu making all this language being like oh we won't work the aft is like all right well let's see you say that when like the numbers start to add up for like a red red green coalition yeah, yeah like, which again it, yeah probably won't happen but still if that did if that did happen like Maybe I'm a bit more optimistic of like the greens rising might result into like better numbers for that coalition or the left <laughs> or the left possibly. <laughs> but like if that like if those numbers actually like became more of a reality, would you start to see like a more openly friendly? Oh, absolutely. CD? Yeah, I, yeah. I,
0: I I personally think that yeah I'm a lot of people sure in Germany kicked themselves
2: throughout 2017 because I think all the major parties said or the the CDU and the SPD said. And I think the other smaller parties, the FDP and the Greens, said they wouldn't work with uh, the left party, of course, and that they wouldn't work with, with the AfD. so that a lot of people kind of reassured themselves and said, well, it doesn't matter if they enter the, enter the parliament because no one's going to enter into a collo-
0: what coalition. What about Christian Lindner and his sexy, sexy FDP with their brand new disgusting colors that they have of like piss green
2: and whatever it is? Pink and blue, but it's it's exactly the situation when you've ar- so two parties are ruled out that they're not going to redo the grand coalition, and so that's why the first government attempt after the 2017 election was to put together the Merkel's party, the oh, Greens. They actually did try that. And the FDP, Jamaican coalition. The Jamaican coalition. Yeah, They have to call everything Jamaica because uh, no, this Germany's is this is... obsessed with. <laughs> no, it's because Of the colors of the flag. But yeah,
0: I, I know, also find that hilarious too. Like
2: there, I'm just gonna say if if Lutz Bachmann ever makes a comeback. He's gonna be dressed up like as Bob Marley, talking about why um
0: you need to vote for the op day. Dude, but that is a very Lang-Schlag weird thing. That is a very <laughs> weird thing of Germans is that the amount of white dreadlocks in this country is absurd.
2: This this uh, is gonna take a whole episode to break down. Yeah.
0: We can't get yeah. into yeah. it. We now, can't though. get into it now, but the just, big question is why aren't they voting for the Pirate Party? <laughs> Literally, they just don't <laughs> vote. They're just like like they're always like these bizarre esoteric either they're they're like bizarre esoteric people or they're anarchists, and they're both two groups of people who hate democracy or pretend that then they're so democratic that they just don't vote, <laughs> which given yes, there is a lot wrong with an electoral system, especially an electoral system like germany's, that you win by having these insanely i i i guess every every parliamentary democracy is that way, but you can the the c d u has currently, what, 32% or something like that, if I'm not mistaken? It's something not...
1: Oh, currently in the Bundestag. Yeah. Yeah, about
0: that, yeah. yeah. It's some, like, incredibly small overall percentage, and they make the entire... At least, okay, given the you know, the U.S. system is trash, but you at least have to win 50% of the seats in order to start calling the shots. And in in Europe, I can... For it having such a high voter turnout consistently, I'm always surprised that people actually give it the time of day because
1: yeah like that that's that's not even like 32 percent is high for europe like yeah you get incredibly into, high you get into dutch politics that has like an incredibly fragmented parliament where like you can basically be the head of a coalition with like 12 votes like it's absolutely nuts sometimes but yeah no i get i get what you're saying i mean the the, the problem you get in germany is like that whole like four percent threshold yeah, just
0: you just start getting that that sweet sweet money to <laughs> yeah. then start promoting your uh your party like pirate politics yeah cool white that. dreads for everyone yeah everyone has to look like like characters in the matrix you can at least pick which character you want to be oh can I be
1: the like sexist French guy who's in charge of everything for some reason yeah be cool. Sure. <laughs>
2: The Pirate Party lets you pick that. Excellent. So the important thing, at least for our discussion, is that the AfD, with with the the reforming of the Grand Coalition, the AfD is the third biggest party, which makes them the largest opposition party, and that gives them certain privileges within the Bundestag, and generally just means they're the the biggest party not in this shitty government that lost what fifteen percent of its uh, percentage. Yeah, they won ninety nine
0: seats, I think. Like they won a, a yeah. significant slice of that good old pie that is uh the german bundestag and with those 99 seats that will conclude part one please be sure to tune into part two to find out how the afd connects to the european wide trend of right-wing politics and potentially that of the world or at least the west thank you for listening